The St. Mungo's Rehab Clinic by Belgian Quaffle, narrated by Facing the North Wind for hbfanfictalk.com. The rating is M. Molly hates Mondays, besides the obvious reason. It's one of her early days. She's in the outpatient clinic in the St. Mungo's Rehab Wing by 7.15 every Monday, Wednesday and Friday to start seeing patients by 7.30. Molly's just over a year out of healing school, and the only real consistent complaint she has about her job as a rehabilitative healer is these early morning days. She clutches her travel mug of coffee closer, charmed with a warming spell so it will never cool, and makes her second attempt to log into the computer system. St. Mungo's had made the switch from the Dark Ages to an electronic medical record a few years ago, and yet there were still constant updates to this system for improvements. Molly doesn't give a fuck about switching to a cloud-based system. She just wants to finish her daily notes. Wheeze! Connor Finnegan works essentially the same shifts that she does, and according to their boss, their shenanigans are both the bane of his existence and part of the reason their customer surveys are consistently returned with such high ratings. She's given up trying to tell him off, of calling her this and greets him with her usual greeting of a middle finger showing her hatred for both how early they have to be there and this detested nickname. Hey, Finn. And since he's got the same first name as their boss, they'd both been relegated to nicknames from their last names. She's pretty sure that's how she got stuck with Wheeze. Good weekend, he asks, logging into his own laptop. It always seems to boot right up for him, and this morning is no exception. She glares at it and Finn laughs. <laughs> yeah, Ash was working this weekend, so it was pretty quiet. His wife, Ashley, worked up on the spell damage floor as a healer. You? Hers was anything but quiet, but she doesn't have time to explain how her cousins nearly got arrested for charming a carpet to fly and then taking a joyride while they were at a first birthday party, since their patients are starting to show up. It'll be a good story for the mid-morning rush. Molly presses down on the knee in front of her, not quite ignoring the grimace of pain on her patient's face, but choosing to watch her eyes for the true marker of, Merlin, please stop. Truly the only reason they didn't get arrested is because those poor rookie auras didn't want to go explain to Uncle Harry why they brought in his son and nephew, the look on Al's face when they said they were letting him go. Classic Al, Finn laughs, bringing his patient's arm up over their head. More ministry nepotism, Finn's patient teases. He's a regular, somehow always bouncing in and out of the clinic with new injuries every time he's discharged. <laughs> You're preaching to the choir, Molly laughs. Uncle Harry would have been thrilled if they brought Al in. Knew I liked that guy for a reason. Morning, team. Finn's patient is cut off by the arrival of Connor Murphy, Molly's boss, who entered each morning with the same greeting. Hey, Murph. She and Finn return the greeting, and in the bullpen in the back, Luca de Garza, the last healer in their team, pops his head up to wave, having just walked in the clinic a moment ago himself. A patient's eyes have gotten truly murdery by now, so Molly eases off gently and smiles. Good. Let's start with some exercises. We have to do more after all that? Her patient cries incredulously, and despite this being a question she somehow gets all the time, how are people still so surprised that they're actually going to have to do work when they come to therapy? Molly still manages to laugh and nod. Of course, we're just getting started.
The morning picks up from there, a bit of a rush now that all four of them are in. Molly bounces from one patient to the next, from knee to shoulder to hand to back, queuing for correct form and pushing for higher intensity from her patients. This crowd in the morning tended to bring in an older population, mostly retirees and parents not working. She tended to have to push a bit harder with them than she did with the working crowd and fresh out of Hogwarts kids that tended to frequent the afternoons and evenings. Duck! Luca shouts sometime mid-morning, and Molly grabs the patient she's gate-training with and pulls him down, just as a spell goes flying across the room. Sorry! Luca's patient calls over apologetically. Still getting used to this one-arm thing. What the... Her patient looks up. Good thing you grabbed me. He eyes the hole in the wall behind them warily. Good practice, Molly grins. Who knows what could come flying at you in the streets. Now you're prepared. You guys okay? Luca asks. All good. Molly sends back a thumbs up as they stand back up. Luca's patient's wand arm having been accidentally severed off with a stray spell in a work accident. He's been working hard to train his other arm to cast with both the strength and accuracy as he'd been able to before. Jim, do us a solid and bring my obstacle course back in line. She grins back to Luca's patient. What? Can she do that? Luca nods, laughing. Consider it part of your therapy. Molly's laughing too, as Jim turns to look back at them and gestures for her to stand back with his head. She pulls her patient backwards gently as Jim concentrates on moving the parts of her obstacle course back in place. The hurdles aren't quite as evenly spaced as before, and the foam cushion they balance on is a bit off-centred, but Jim's slow work gets her obstacle course back in order otherwise. How do you do, Wheeze? Give the man a gold star, she proclaims, guiding her patient back towards the course. The highest of praise from Wheeze, Finn teases from across the room. You don't think two thumbs up is better than one gold star? Murph calls from where he's stretching his patient. How about one high five? Luca asks. Five fingers are more than two thumbs. No consistency, Murph shakes his head. Wheeze needs to get her shit together. Molly looks over at her patient, who's laughing along with these damn boys. Do you see how mean they are to me? The old man just laughs harder. Builds character, Mole. She frowns at him as her co-workers laugh even louder. Three more loops of the obstacle course. Her patient frowns. <sighs> Should have known I'd regret that one. No! Finn cries out loudly about an hour before lunch. EMR isn't working. Molly wrinkles her nose, bane of her existence. Murph, I can't do my notes. I'm going home. Like hell you are. Murph calls back. Finn scowls. Should have had Wheeze ask. You like her better. Can you blame me? We all like her better. Murph's patient lifts his head off the plinth where he's doing his exercises. Don't take it personally, Finn. How could I not take that personally, Archer? Murph's patient merely shrugs and laughs before returning to his exercises. This is such a good day for me. Molly grins. She regrets saying that about two hours later, when her lunch hour has ended. EMR is still down, and her least favourite patient is pushing through the door. Hi, sweetheart. Jasper Horn shuffles inside and greets her in his raspy smoker's voice. 
Molly cringes. Jasper is her least favourite patient for a whole host of reasons. The fact that he doesn't seem to listen to anything she says, that they have the same conversations over and over again, that he constantly tells her how he doesn't like to complain before finishing the sentence with but, and ending with a multitude of complaints about her, her treatments, and rehab in general, but the fact that he calls her sweetheart might be the worst thing about him. Hi, Jasper, she responds patiently. How are you today? Well, I don't really like to complain, but she breathes in deeply and releases it slowly, summoning all her patience as Jasper lists today's complaint of what ails him. Now, I'm not saying that it's your fault. Another deep breath. Each session, he had a new complaint that he followed up with some kind of comment where his tone absolutely implied that he believed it was entirely her fault. And it wasn't that she didn't care about the complaints or didn't believe him. She was just tired of being blamed for everything, tired of the repetitiveness, tired of his blatant rudeness and disrespect to her. Let's warm up on the stationary broom, Jasper, and then we'll start with some balance stuff. Molly plasters a smile on her face. Okay, dear, deep breaths. The afternoon goes up from here, she tells herself. After Jasper, she and Luca tag-teamed the cutest elderly couple, the husband being treated by Luca for his trick knee and Molly treating the wife for wand-arm malfunction. We had such adventures during the First War, didn't we, Alden? Tansy calls across to her husband as Molly has her warm-up by performing her wand-arm stretches. Travelled the whole continent, Alden calls back from the stationary broom. He's ducked low as it bounces him in all different directions, like he's simulating flying a real broom. Left as soon as we graduated, Tansy nods. Alden's muggle-born, you see, and I'm a pure-blooded. Back in those days, us just being together was dangerous enough to get you killed. Molly nods. She knows the history of both Wizarding Wars well. It was safer outside of Britain? This she's less familiar with. Tansy nods. Oh yes, much. We took off the minute we graduated. Didn't even tell our parents. Oh, my mother was furious. Molly laughs. She can relate to that. Which was your favourite country? Italy, Tansy says, as the same time as her husband responds, Romania. Why? Luca presses. Great Quidditch in Romania, Alden grins, and they all laugh. Monday mornings may be rough, but by the time the afternoons roll around, Molly's feeling great. Monday afternoons are short, they've got mostly great patients coming in, and when EMR is running smoothly, she's usually got enough energy to play catch-up on everything she's behind on. EMR is, thankfully, back up and running by the time she's done her day and sitting in the bullpen to catch up on notes. She and Finn are mostly just chatting as they finish up, making light conversation while they type up their documentation into the system. So, Ash finishes in an hour or so. Finn shuts his computer, and she says she'll come on over when she's done. Happy hour? Molly looks at the list of daily notes that she hasn't quite finished and weighs it against her schedule for tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, let's go. A relaxing drink with friends sounds good to wrap up the day.